All right, and away we go. All right. We're finally getting this up and going nine months later. <laughs> yeah, it took a little while to get off the ground, but we're ready to start. We're ready to hit the ground running. All right, so this is the debut episode of This Guy and That Guy podcast. What's up, Mike? Well, what's up, Frank? How you doing? Not too bad. We got an off day with the Yankees, so uh, perfect time to fit this in. Oh, you know, definitely a good time to fit it in. We're three quarters of the way through the season, down the home, down to the home stretch. So, in our first episode, we're going to tackle a few, uh, you know, playoff topics, as uh, we have been running amok on the American League East this year. I feel like we should have our whole uh, our DMs from the from the season. We got to have that posted somehow because. We've been on completely different ends of the spectrum. You've worried most of the season. I've been telling you everything's fine. And so far, I think I'm, I've been about 90, 95% right about a lot of, a lot of yeah. the stuff we've debated. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, like every other uh, fan, pretty much with all the injuries that we've occurred, this, that, that have occurred, on this roster this year, to, you know, I, I don't think anybody in their right mind, if you would have told me in the beginning of the season, we would have lost Severino, Stanton, I, basically everybody on the roster at one point or another, and we would have been in the position that we're in right now. I, I don't think anybody would have believed you. I really think it's mind-boggling just how many injuries we, the Yankees have actually had, and they just haven't missed a beat like no, at they- all. They, they, they haven't missed a beat, and basically it's, you know, the, the whole mantra this year is the next man up, and the next man up has filled in beautifully, you know. I, kudos to uh, Brian Cashman for filling out this roster and filling out the uh, minor league system with guys that could step up at the major league level. Do you see all that stuff that, that people put online on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, of them trashing Brian Cashman because he doesn't go out and get a picture or the Yankees uh, haven't won a championship in 20 years or whatever, 10 years, whatever the case has been. Like, uh, the I'll Yankees the, have, are in it every year. Yeah. I mean, I'll be the first to admit, uh, I'm I'm not Brian Cashman's biggest fan. Uh, every, oh, yeah, year, every year I find something to go at that man with. And, uh, you know, uh, I didn't like the fact that we sat – had at the trade deadline. Um, going back into the offseason, I didn't like the fact that we didn't pursue uh, Manny Machado, in which I have egg on my face looking at like, And looking how many back times did I tell you, I do not want Machado, I don't want Harper, we don't need him, we don't need him. Mm-hmm. And we must have went back and forth on a daily basis between about 10, 15 times a day over this. And what I say? Yeah, you're right. Uh, you got to trust Cashman. Best in, GM in the business. In cash, we trust at this point. That's the way I feel. I'm on the. I'm. I'm. I'm fully supportive of him, man. I. I mean, we have no choice at this point. Uh, we're all in, and uh, you know, we're ready to make that uh, October run. Uh, all right. So before we get into it, let, let the people know where they could find you on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram. So on Twitter, you can find me at Datuna D A T U N A seven two five. And on Instagram, it's Datuda, T-U-D-A, D-A-T-A, D-A-T-U-D-A, 725. 
And you guys can find me on Instagram at fnegron24 and on Twitter at coolguy924. So let's get into it, Mike. Uh, the big debate right now is who's going to be on the playoff roster. And there's a lot of ways you can go with this. So uh, I'll let you start with uh, who do you think should make the roster and who should be left off. This All might, right. be, this might get right. some people upset, but, you know, there's a well, good problem I mean, to have. It's a good problem to have. You're getting a lot of uh, big guns coming back from injury. Uh, you got guys like Severino and Dylan Batansis on the mend right now. Um, ultimately, the question is, do they deserve a postseason roster spot at this point? I mean, you have the guys, you have guys on the roster who have contributed to a 92 and 49 season right now. And these guys have been hurt the majority of the season. Can they help us? Absolutely. Will they be at full strength? Who knows? That's kind of where I'm at with this. Do you bring back guys who have been off the roster all season long, who haven't thrown a major league pitch all year, and do you plug them into must-win situations? All right, so let's go. Since you brought that up, we'll go. Let's start with Batantis. Do you put him on the on the postseason roster? Um, Dylan Batantis, I would have to see a couple of outings from the pen. Um, I'd have to see because he's dealing with a uh, shoulder forearm issue, I believe. Um, I would have to see velocity um, control. So again, it all goes, it all boils down to if he can get enough work in before the postseason, and we only have about three weeks left. I'd have to see him for about two weeks of work. He was good last year, but. If you remember in 2017, he was not a factor no, at all in that, that run into the game seven of the ALCS. That he was, I think that was once more, or twice. I think that was more of a Joe Girardi thing, not trusting him and his confidence level being pushed rather than an actual injury at that point. You know, because Girardi, Girardi was bypassing him and putting him in spots that just didn't make any sense. Right now, the way the roster, well, the way the bullpen is constructed, you might see Batantis come in the fifth inning, yeah. maybe even in the fourth in some right. instances. So, mm-hmm. so let's put together. So, so let's so let's put together. Uh, let's start off with the pitching, the pitchers of the twenty-five man roster. Uh, question is, do you carry twelve pitchers? I say yes. Okay, um, and your three starters at this point are going to be Tanaka, Herman, and Paxton. I'm okay with that. Who do you – I have – the way I have it set up, I have Hermod game one, Paxton game two, mm-hmm. Tanaka game three. Okay. I feel Tanaka on the road, give or take a 2 nothing lead or down 0-2 or 1-1, we need Tanaka in game three. We need somebody reliable. So he's the most, at this point, he is the most reliable go-to guy we have on, on the staff. And I feel like Herman in game one that can steal a game. He I, can steal that first game. I would much, yeah, absolutely. I would much rather have Herman start at home. I don't, while he has pitched 
very well on the road. He's pitched very well all season long. Uh, I would feel more comfortable with him starting a home game rather than an away game. I, I saw his whole home and away splits a couple of days ago, and I think he had an ERA on the road of above five, and okay. his ERA at home mm-hmm. is or in the ones. Okay. I could be wrong on that, but I think it's a drastic difference. Yeah, a, so mm-hmm. definitely, definitely need him at starting at the state. Right. Paxton of late has come on in August to the tip of a six and zero record. Um, After I told you not to worry about Paxton, I told you I needed to see what I see now. I needed to see multiple starts in a row to actually believe that he had turned the corner and he has turned the corner. I hope he can hold on to it uh, because that injury he had it in the beginning of the season, and then that injury, that little stint on the DL, kind of derailed him. Um, but he's gained right. it back at this point. Um, he's, he's been throwing the ball really well, uh, racking up the strikeouts. Um, and again, uh, you know, he's another one who I would much rather start at Yankee Stadium <laughs> than on the road. If you don't have packs in there, then who who do you have? You've got CC and okay. So CC and- CC this year, unfortunately, I don't see him as a factor of the roster. I neither do, do I. I do not think he makes the postseason roster. Um, I think he's going to be the odd man left out this year uh, due to the fact that Severino and Betances are coming back. Um, if you need to piece together, if you need to go with a starter uh, or an opener, excuse me, um, which maybe a game four, if if it goes that far, um, also depending on who we play. Um you would go green, then maybe Severino, I think. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You put a green for one, maybe try to get two, depending on how that first inning goes. Mm-hmm. Then Sevy for about four innings. If he can, then, yeah. Depending on how the game goes from there, you got the end of the bullpen. You got Brenton, Adovino, and Chapman just waiting to get in. And, you know, Boone is not going to hesitate to go to those guys at the end of the game. No, I would, so, and, and again, you, you stated this in the beginning, uh, in the opening. Uh, I, I think it, our starters have to get us five. That's what they have to do. They have to get us five innings. And right now, right in the coattails of those three, which are going to be Herman, Tanaka, and Paxton, I, I'm very confident in the fact that each of them can get me five innings. I like the idea of five. And I'm going to be honest. I think the Yankees will take four. Yeah. Especially with the with the, with the weapons of you know uh, you're you're getting, let's say Patances does come back at full strength. You're, you're just adding another arm to that pen. That's just you're adding a fresh arm. Yep, absolutely. Because guys he, like he, you know guys like Adovino and Britain, they got to be spent at this point. Especially Adovino. I mean, every other day you see Adovino coming out of the pen. The, it, I worry about him because I feel like they're, they've overused him. Mm-hmm. And I feel one too many sliders is going to cost them a game in October. Uh, I, I'm, on, I'm on the fence with him. Um, I do believe that he's overused. But I also believe his stuff is good enough to get him out of what he needs to get out of. Oh, absolutely. I just think they're going to have that one... That one, he's gonna have that one hiccup. If they make a deep run, 
if they go into the ALCS or they go into the World Series, he's going to have that one hiccup of Boone going to the well one too many times, and it's going to cost them a game. Mm-hmm. That's just that's a good feeling I have. So if we go into the you know the American League Division Series, say we get the uh, the Twins in the first the first round, or would we get the Twins? Would we get that that side of the bracket? That's possible. Okay. Um, it's still there's a lot to be determined in the last couple of weeks, but yeah. let's let's say it's the Twins that are our opponent in the ALDS. So I believe our pitching staff should. We should go with 12. Um, now, that also leads us into our next topic of conversation, uh, which is going to be uh, position players, because obviously now position players, uh, you're going to have guys who have been contributing offensively being left off the roster for that extra pitcher. And this is where you can really, this you could go either way. So let's, Let's address the elephant in the room. What do you do with Giancarlo Sandin? Does he make the roster? Does he make the starting lineup? If he does, where do you put him in the lineup? And I've seen arguments for both sides of this. I'm curious to see where you stand on this. At at this point in time, I I believe that he's better off the roster. Um, He's better off Off the the roster. He's better off the roster at this point. Uh, Due to the fact that He's an all-or-nothing type player. If you watch the Yankees this year, the Yankees have kind of moved away from that all-or-nothing, home-run-or-nothing type baseball. Right. We've, we've talked about this all season. All season we've said we're worried about Sam coming back and messing up the flow of this line. Absolutely. So I tend to agree with you to an extent. I think Sam should be on the roster, but... Depending on how he does the final week of the season, mm-hmm. if he's comfortable in the plate, he might come out and, and swing and, and miss at every pitch. Low waist sliders, he might not even come close. Well, that's the MO or, on him. All you got to do is put the ball in the dirt and he's fishing. Or he might come with a different approach, maybe a couple conversations with DJ LeMahieu and, hey, let me just get a couple singles. Let me, let me just. Line drives, let me shorten my swing and, you know, a couple line drives to third base and maybe the third baseman can't field it. So, if you're looking, but here, if you're looking at, you're looking at the bench roster, one of the spots automatically goes to Austin Romine, okay? Because he's the back. There's no debate on that. There's no debate. And Romine has been absolutely amazing in that role. Uh, In that role. Absolutely. All right. So, now, you have, off the bat, you have three spots left on your bench. So you're going to take Stanton. Yeah, take Gardner. You're going to take Gardner. Now, what's going to happen to Encarnacion? What's going to happen to Voight? What's going to happen to Talkman? What's going to happen to guys like that? Because you have to do the matchups. And you're telling me you're going to put Giancarlo Stanton, a guy who's played eight games all of this year, and you're going to take a guy, argument's sake, Gio Urshela. What are we going to do with Gio Urshela? Urshela is your starting starting third baseman. baseman. He's your starting third baseman. I think you got Urshela at third, 
Edie at short, Kleber at second, and DJ LeMay who's at first. You need okay. the defense. So then here you go. You're going to have to eliminate either Talkman or Voight right off the bat. Talkman. Okay. Voight's, Voight's your DH. Okay. Edwin's off the roster. Edwin is, uh-huh. in my opinion, Edwin Encarnacion cannot be left off the roster. He is too much of a threat. He See, is. I, I got to disagree with you. I feel like. His power and Voight's power are kind of similar, so they kind of cancel each other out. I haven't seen the power from Voight in a while. I think that. Well, he's been on the he's been on the shelf for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think that core injury is a little bit more than they've been leading on. You think so? Yeah, I think so. If that's the case, I don't know. Even if that was the case, I still I still need Voight in there. He brings an energy to the team that they absolutely beat off of. Encarnacion. I know you like the parrot. I love that. <laughs> I know you like the parrot. I'm not a big fan of the parrot. I mean, it brings the team together. I love it mm-hmm. in that res- in that respect. But if it came down to Void or or Edwin, I got to go with Void. Okay. So let's break down your playoff roster versus my playoff roster, and let's see how how these things would. Uh... Let's start with yours. So, like I said, I got Sanchez behind the plate. Right. I got Gio at third, Labor at, at uh, I'm sorry, Gio at third, DD at short, mm-hmm. Labor at second, DJ at first. Your DH is going to be Voight, the outfield. Uh, I got to, this, yeah, this is tough. Are you going to put Stanton out there with a bad knee? You know what? I'm, I'm starting the game with Stanton. Okay. Just you got to get those first couple at bats out. Or are you gonna have Stanton as your DH and leave Void off? I I, I put Stanton in left field. Okay. I got to get at least two at bats from him. See what he's got. Okay. Then you have if well we forgot about Hicks. Yeah, as another one coming back. So if Hicks is healthy, he's on. He's your starting center fielder, and I'm okay with him in the outfield in center field. If he's not healthy, you put. Gardner there. Right field, obviously he's judged. Mm-hmm. There's no debate on that. Okay. God forbid that man goes down, we're in trouble. Oh, absolutely. Especially now that he's turned the corner this season. And it was just that one at bat. I told you, he needed to he needed to rack one to, to left field. He just needed one. Right. His at bats have been much, much better. He's going the opposite way with power. He's pulling the ball. His defense, his last night he threw a guy out at second would, would ease. Like Major League Baseball needs to start taking some uh, some notes and stop running on that man because he's throwing out everybody who's running on him. No, I'm okay with them, you know, not getting the memo. Let them keep running on him. <laughs> Absolutely. Let him throw out some guys at second. Let him throw out some guys at, at home. I'm all for that, especially in October. That a Yankee Stadium will go nuts for that. Yep. All right, so, so basically you ran your uh, – your uh, starters. Uh, mine are going to be a little different, of course. Um, you know, behind the plate, of course, is going to be Sanchez. First base is going to be DJ LeMahieu. Uh, second base, Gleyber Torres. Shortstop, Didi, Didi Gregorius. Third base, Gio Urshela. Uh, center field is going to be Aaron Hicks. Right field is going to be Aaron Judge. And my left field is going to be Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. I wouldn't be mad at that either. I, I can't really, you know. Brett Gardner's, like been here. Way. Brett Gardner's been here way too long to be left off 
the postseason roster. Uh, he still brings an element to the game. His defense is his defense is stellar. Um, can't deny that. I cannot put Absolutely. I cannot put a guy with a knee injury out in the outfield um, in must win situations and you know ball hit in the corner he can't get to it. No, I, I can't I can't trust it. Uh, my bench is going to consist of um, Austin Romine. Uh, it's going to consist of let's see Edwin Edwin Encarnacion absolutely uh, just for that pop off the bench or um, uh, I need a I need a speedster off the bench and I and I can't seem to this is... well if you have Gardner in left field you got to have Stanton as the, the, the Stanton's making the, the playoff roster mm-hmm. whether we like it or not right. just where do you put him. And that's why I put I start the game with him in, in left field. As much as I don't want to do that for defensive purposes, I need those first two at bats. Then you bring in Gardner, probably about the sixth inning, okay, for defense and for obviously the speed. And and he's not. You still get some type of offense with Gardner in the lineup. You get a different, you get a different dynamic with him. He sees pitches. Mm. A guy comes out of the bullpen, he can wear him out for a 10-pitch at bat. He's done it in the past. And, you know, Gardner's playing in every game. Yeah. Whether he's starting or he's coming in, he's playing in every game. Right. And I feel like him and Stan are going to split time in left field. Okay. What My, about Maben? You said Maben has so an injury. From what I've been reading, uh, Cameron Maben is dealing with a uh, wrist injury, if I'm not mistaken. That's actually kept him out. Uh, for the last few games, and it's been a nagging injury. I, it was either wrist or injury or a calf injury. Uh, I got. I got. I, I think it was I hate a coming, wrist injury. I hate coming unprepared. I hate coming unprepared for these things. But I'm pretty sure it was one of the two. It's either, it either a wrist or a calf. One of the two. Um, All right. What about? We forgot about this guy too. There's so many guys to to address here. What about Tyler Wade? Tyler, no. Um, no. Tyler, no. Tyler Wade does uh-huh. not. No, he doesn't make no? my post. No, he doesn't make my postseason roster. Um, he can play multiple positions. Not a, not a, it, not a He's fan. not an automatic out anymore at the plate. No, but you know, he had a little run in during the season earlier on where he he was pretty solid. Absolutely, but I still don't. I I made I I, I put Stanton on the roster over him. Okay. But if you need somebody to come off the bench, let's say you had Edwin in the game. Edwin gets on with a walk in the eighth inning. The Yankees are down by one. Are you leaving Edwin in, or do you? Who do you bring in to pitch run? Who do I bring in? That's a that's a good point. That's a that's a good good point. We need we need somebody to come off the bench with some speed. And uh... now, do you add the extra person on the bench and take one away from the bullpen? These are all questions that, of course, you know, the Yankees are going to have to answer within the next few weeks. I'm going to have to see some things. You know, I, I think in our in our chase for home field advantage um, in the next couple of weeks, maybe we should start seeing how we would deal with these things. It, it's so tough to, to say because we got three main – the three main guys are Batances, Severino, and Stan. We need to know – how these guys respond from these injuries. They've been gone all season. Yeah. And 
whether or not they play well or not is going to determine a lot. And, and of we what are we do in October. And again, I've said this before: we're running thin on time. You know, there's only about three weeks left in the season where we can get these guys into Major League Baseball action before the postseason begins. And, um, you know, we're going to have to see them in game situations. Can't just plug them into the playoffs. You can't, you can't, there's no way that's going to that's gonna be – that's not going to help us. If you're plugging guys in who haven't seen Major League action all year right into the playoffs, it's, it's going to be it, – it's not, not the smartest. See, you've, wor- you've worried about – Severino all season. I have. I, I'm, the- I'm not going to lie. I would be the first one to say that I said when he revs it up and he gets ready to, to go, his shoulder's going to go. His give on him. You are a terrible... Like, why would you wish that on him? I don't wish it on him. I'm just saying, you know, I've seen this happen to pitchers before. And I've seen guys, you know, they, they wait and they wait and they wait and they don't take care of their problem and then it gets worse. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to say it right here. I've been telling you. Well, we've kind of discussed this also. If the Yankees do not win the World Series this year, it's going to be because of Stanton. Okay. I, I I firmly believe that if we don't win the World Series this year, it's it's solely to blame on our starting pitching. See, I don't see it that way. I I think the pitching will do enough to get us to keep us in the game and the the guy the lineup has to hit and the lineup being with Stanton in it and you know they're going to put Stanton third or fourth he comes up like he did last year against Boston in the ALDS a couple times he came up bases loaded less than two outs and the guy came in contact if he does that again we're not winning no we're not advancing we're not doing anything mm-hmm. if he doesn't put bat on ball yep and if that happens, all hell is breaking loose. But uh, that's then again. This is why I go back to the fact that the Yankees are a different team without him. Uh, they're they're a better contact team. Um, and if I can leave him off my roster, I will. Um, it's. I tend I I want to agree with you, but you know the Yankees are are they can't do it. No, they can't because they're paying them all that money. <laughs> and I feel like if they do not win the World Series, it's going to be because of that decision right there. Okay. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, you can't blame can't blame anything other than, you know, uh, Aaron Boone has been nothing short of manager. He, he's the manager of the year. He has to be manager of the year. Oh, absolutely. There's there's no question that what he's done with the cards that he's been dealt. I mean, phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, and then what? What everybody had against him, saying Aaron Boone was a terrible manager, quickly changed the day that he went on that rant. That rant, yeah. Man, everybody loved him, and he's been doing that since last year. He's been doing it since spring training. Mm-hmm. He's he's awesome. Like I, I've been in full support of, of Boone since he got hired. I'm. I actually told you that he was getting hired a week before it became official. Right. And everybody's, no, I don't want Boone. I don't want Boone. And I told everybody I could see why they like him. And now everybody's finally on board. This is our guy. This is our manager. This is what we 
or going to war. I was always cool with him being named manager. Uh, I just didn't like the fact that the way he handled the bullpen a little bit sometimes was, was, was shaky. But, um, you know. Right. Last year, yeah. the playoffs, he, he was a little gun shot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that comes with the territory. That, that's a rookie manager, you know, learning on the fly and, you know. Still won 100 games it, for a rookie manager. Right. It is what it is. I mean, had he made a couple different different uh, managerial decisions last year, we probably would have advanced. I don't know if we would have won the World Series last year, but we definitely should have beaten Boston and at least gotten back to the ALCS. Right. Well, what? So, what do you what do you what do you think the Yankees finish with this year? Do you finish? Do you think one hundred three, one hundred five? Uh, I'm gonna say one hundred four. Right in the middle there, one hundred four. I think I predicted beginning of the year ninety seven wins, and I had a friend tell me that that wasn't gonna be good enough for the to overtake Boston. <laughs> Man, Man boy is yep. boy was he wrong. Absolutely. And on the final day of the season when the Yankees, you know, win whatever game it is, 103, 104, I'm going to text him and I'm just going to go off on him. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, you got 92 right now and it's good enough to win the AL East. They could go, oh, and the rest of the season probably still win the AL East. I got to say they finish, I think 104 is a good number. I'll go with 104 with you. Okay. 104. I think that's reasonable. Does 104 wins get home field advantage in the playoffs? Jeez, if 104 doesn't get you home field, then there's something wrong. Nah, I mean, but, listen, you're getting we're, we're not talking the American League here. We're talking about the entire playoffs. You know what? I, it, that's going to be tough to say. I'm going to I'm going to say no. Okay. I just think the Dodgers might have an easier have an easier schedule. Uh, an easier schedule down the stretch. Right. The National League is a joke. I think a lot of teams are just kind of going through the motions mm-hmm. right now. And, it, you know, last week of the season, nobody's trying. Nobody's going to be uh, trying. You got, a bunch of, you got a bunch of mediocre teams that are fighting for that uh, second wild card. I mean, other That's... than that, I mean, who else in the, in the National League West, whoever the Dodgers play, I mean – San Diego really going to try to win those games? No. No. Do I see anybody? Do I see no. anybody challenging the Dodgers in the National League? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so, you, what do you think? Dodgers go straight through. I say and they go to the World Series. I say they breeze. They breeze and go to their third straight World Series. Who did he, Who did they play in the NLCS? Um. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Cubs. Depending on the bracket, I was going to say I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the Cubs. <coughs> Cubs get hot at the right time. They're still a great team. I, I don't see the Braves. I think they're too young, too wet behind the ears right now. Um, don't think they have. While they did make the moves to secure up that bullpen. Uh, it didn't really pan out the way that it should because Melanson uh, has now been moved into the closer. Shane Green kind of exploded. He imploded, lost his job. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, 
probably going to see a Chicago, L.A. Uh, NLCS. I'm okay with that. They're both still good teams. The Cubs are still exciting. I mean, I'm okay with seeing Javi Baez hit balls around Dodger Stadium and and all the his antics. I'm I'm all for that mm-hmm. in October. Absolutely. Um, and in the American League, it's I think it's been preordained since the beginning of the season that it's going to come down to the Yankees and the Astros. You know what? Call me crazy. I don't see. I, I, there's something that tells me the Astros don't make it to the ALCS. So you think they're going to get clipped in the first round? I think it's been such a like you said. It was just so aforementioned that they were going to make it and breeze through. Well, not breeze through, but at least make it to the ALCS. I really feel like they're going to get knocked off. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I want to. I I really want to take it to Justin Verlander so bad. <laughs> I'm just so tired of his smug attitude that I I really just... I mean, the guy's coming off a no-hitter on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean... He's a great pitcher. Great pitcher. And, you know, it's just... I really want to be the man. You got to beat the man. And right now, I think we got to take care of the Astros. Well, absolutely. Our, our road to the World Series has to go through the best team in, in the league. Mm-hmm. And that's the Astros right now. Yep. Well, right behind us. But I, I don't know. I'm very torn on this. I really think that I, there's a part of me that, that doesn't, that thinks that the Astros don't make it. Okay. And that would be good. They would be getting that. That means they're getting clipped by either Cleveland or Tampa. I think Cleveland can do it. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't. And, uh, offensively, I. I I think they were dealt a huge blow by losing Ramirez, but Tampa Bay, you know, a five-game series, they can do it. Okay, I mean they're very, very underrated. They're ten games behind the Yankees. I mean, ten games is quite a gap, but considering the season the Yankees are having, I mean, it was they're still there. They're still a really, really good team. I just don't see anybody. I don't see any team other than the Yankees' offense that can handle that three-headed monster that's coming from that four-headed monster that's coming from Houston. Oh, come that's, on, Granky! I'm telling you, I'm not worried about Granky at all. He gets hit around. He makes it to October. He's he's not lasting past three innings. Okay, I'm telling you. So as a Verlander, Verlander, you got to worry about. I think, and the Yankees can beat them. And I think beat them on a two-one game, three-two, they could do it. So it's basically sounding like our World Series is going to be the same. Uh, I, I think our World Series is both Yankees, Dodgers, if I'm not mistaken. The fan in me says yes. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the Reality, I wouldn't mind seeing the Yankees Cubs World Series. You know what? That wouldn't be bad either. And I wouldn't mind seeing it. I've always wanted to see that. You know what? I got to think about this one again. As much as Yankees Dodgers would be beautiful, I mean, we saw a preview of that. What was it last weekend? A couple weekends ago. Dodgers bullpen is very suspect. Not saying Yankees. that the Cubs is, you know, I mean, the Cubs got Kimbrough in the back of the in the back end, but I don't think, you know. Well, they just placed him on the IL yeah. today. Okay, and I and I don't think that. Uh, 
I don't I don't see him being the, the lockdown closer though. Yeah, and Kenley Jansen's not a lockdown closer either. No. His days are Listen, pretty much over. Honestly, I mean the Yankee fan in me too. You bring Chapman in in a non pressure situation, he's gonna give up a few runs. Oh, he's another one. It scares me sometimes. Absolutely it gives me Ajita. He's the second coming to John Wetland, in my opinion. He can either get through a ninth inning on eight pitches, or he's throwing about 35, 36 pitches. And he's giving up the lead. With guys, that, with guys on second and third. Yep. And the thing with Chapman is I don't think he trusts, which is crazy to say, he wants to pitch and throws these sliders. And instead of just raring, I'm okay with instead that. of just raring back and letting it fly, man. No, you can't do that anymore. Too many people throw 100. And his, he did that. His yeah. velocity is not as is not as special as it once was. That was Joe Madden's. Everybody's throwing that was, 100 out of the bullpen. That was Joe Madden's fault. <laughs> that was Joe. I'm okay with Joe Madden implementing a slider, a changeup. Like you, you, you have to do it. Right. So basically, we broke down. You know the the roster who we think we should have on the roster. We we went through our playoff predictions. And we got three weeks left in the season. See how this actually pans out, man. I'm excited. Uh, I need something to watch because these these end games are kind of feel like we're just going through the motions now, and we're just waiting for October. Which but, is uh, which is why I want to keep the pedal to the metal. I want to keep the pedal to the metal, and I want to go for home field advantage. Got to give them well, something that, to play for, well, man. We're we're gonna debate that on a different episode Absolutely. because. That's a whole other topic that we got to kind of address because I don't want to burn out our starters or our bullpen just to get, you know, a couple games that might not get played. But, right. you know, that, that's, like I said, a different episode. All right. So solid. And I think we're, we're on different different ends of the spectrum Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. So solid start to the beginning of this new podcast, this new adventure. and uh... Right. And for everybody listening, thank you for listening. Uh, this is our first episode ever together. Uh, we've been planning this for quite a while, like we said in the beginning. Uh, tell us what you liked, what you didn't like, what we can fix, maybe something we can add. Uh, Mike, let them know again where they can find you on Twitter. Actually, on Twitter, D-A-T-U-N-A-725. And on Instagram, D-A-T-U-D-A-725. Mike Ruda. And I am Frank Negron. You can find me on Instagram at fnegron. 24 and on Twitter at CoolGuy924. All right, Mike, I'll talk to you next time. All right, Frank, take it easy, buddy. All right, we're out.